everybody and welcome to cut the bs steve miller joined by uh your name again i uh, drew miller drew miller coming from the latin name drew it's greek <laughs> whatever no. you know the root of the word miller comes from the word the greek word apple so there you go he just died by the way Man, really yeah that's, he died. A that's a bummer hey um big quick question for all of you listeners out there how many millers does it take to get a bird off of your covered porch? This time it took two. No, see, that's wrong. I got out of the way and you took care of that bird as soon as possible. I mean, it was in the house. I, I'm i anxious to find out where we're going to find bird poop. Which is very funny because that happened once before, too. Yes, a cardinal. Really? It was yeah, a cardinal? I had a cardinal at Christmas time here once. So... Was that the time I was walking out the door? No. So the, this is the third time. Third, third time's a charm. Oh, my gosh. Maybe maybe tonight's our night for the lottery. I don't remember that time that you're talking it was, about. It was in the winter. But when I was still in college and I would just come here on the weekends, I remember I was taking my laundry out the door. And it was a matter of seconds that the bird flew in the house. Right. And the only reason I saw it is because with the big bay window, you had the light on and I saw a bird flying back and forth. Right. Yeah, there was a cardinal that was in here once. Uh, this looked like a sparrow or a swallow. That's what she said. Um, is that what she said? No, usually it's they That's don't. usually what she did. That's usually what she doesn't do. Uh, that's what she did. That's what she did, but not anymore. Um, so this bird came out of nowhere, and I, I'm not going to lie. I woke up from a nap at my desk. Mm-hmm. And I came downstairs for a refreshing beverage. Why would you have to lie about that? Well, I thought I was taking a nap in the middle of the day because I've, oh. I've been out on the road two straight days, well, long I think, days. I think you're allowed to do that. Well, I don't want people to know that I napped during the day because after the day I've had, I'm officially an old man. I mean, I really am. I mean, I, I went to the doctor today. And we went over my blood work and my blood sugar, and it stayed the same. Considering I've not followed any rule outside of outside of brown bread, I've really not changed anything about my lifestyle. I don't drink as much anymore. Well, um, you change that, okay? So I don't drink, and I and I have wheat bread instead of white bread with my sandwiches. Which um, you know, actually, I'm not a dietitian, but someone who did study that in school told me. There's really no difference between white or wheat bread. You need to get whole grain. Well, here's what. So I don't know who this doctor is, but they're they're stupid. For no, she's a, she's a very nice lady. Um, she seems stupid. She told you the wrong thing. No, she no, she did tell me this though. I Shout out to Cole Long actually for telling me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back his, in uh, suddenly Dye. suddenly his name's on our refrigerator. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll be busy that day. This is the second time we've mentioned him actually. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, the first time is because he. Broke. By the way, his old man never got back to me about the holes in the tree at Uncle Steve's. Uh, he sent me a fantasy football trade. I didn't That's like it. That's not the same. Oh, 
speaking of football fantasy teams and stuff, my poor boss, he's uh, he uh, was down a lot, mm-hmm. and he he literally said this Monday night as we're headed back to to the area, and he goes, "I need Lamar Jackson to get me seventy points." Just Lamar. Just Lamar. He came pretty close. Well, here's the funny part. When I dropped him off, the Colts were winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, I came home and I I said to you, I said, I got to get up tomorrow at 430 mm-hmm. and be on the road by 530. So I didn't stick around for the end of the game. And sure enough, he gets he gets into the car and uh, he goes, remember how I made that joke about 70? And I mean, he goes, yeah. I got 55 out of him. He got 55? I think it was 55. Oh, wow. He lost by 15 to the guy who he That's played. That's crazy. And all of, all of his receivers are on injured reserve. Like everybody that he has, and I'm like, did you have Juju? He goes, no, it's worse. I don't even have – he goes, Diggs catches a pass last night and waits for the guys to come catch him you know, and tackle him. He goes, 40 yards. He catches the ball and he just stands there and looks at everybody. I said, maybe he thought he was his brother and he picked it off and he was going to run the other way. It's all about, for them, it's all about showboating. That's right. Heck, we saw that in the Cowboys game. You have. Oh, by the way, I've asked everyone who lives out of town if they heard me scream on that Ezekiel Elliott high stepper. Um, I'm sure all the neighbors heard here. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the window's been open for how many days straight? Well, they're going to stay open for a while because it's supposed to stay warm through next week. I mean, he was literally, what, three, four yards away from the end zone? Four yards away, and he started not high stepping like, like, Deion Sanders used to as he's running down the field like a guy in the band, like the like the um, the drum the major like, at Penn State who's yeah. getting ready to do his flip. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know. And then he realized, oh, shit. Yeah, there's a, right oh, there. there's a guy right here, which would have just been perfect. It would have just summed up the entire weekend and into into Monday if he had just, you know, like the Leon Lett situation, having to ball punch out at the two yard line or something like that. But we digress, digress. I think it's digress. Is it digress? D I G R E S S? I believe the word die comes from. You know, the root of the word die is a Greek word. <laughs> it means orange. So there you go. We what got apples and we have fruit. Oranges and apples, anyway, look at it. We may be different, but we all just fruit. <laughs> Doesn't die mean two? Yeah, it does mean two. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I, I don't want to talk about that. What was I talking about? We were talking about, oh, the, so that we get this bird out of here. Yeah. Back so, to the, now back maybe, to the bird. so now maybe there's a shot that we'll hit the lottery tonight because I, oh, so, oh, I went to the doctor. I went to the doctor today. Mm-hmm. So I had to go Monday. And look, look at that Bruce. That's from, that's from Monday. So today. Is that a needle? That's, that's, yeah, that's from the blood draw. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I go today because I blood taken on. Does it hurt? No. No. And like know. a bruise hurt. No. No. What's <laughs> <No. laughs> that mean? No. Come on. Oh. Come on, bitch. Stick out there so I can stick something back in you. No. No. It's just now like you can tell it's, it's October now and my, my eczema is coming back. Yep. Yahoo. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Pappy Boring. Um, I'm getting that too. So. It's, uh, it's not a contest. It isn't a contest because I'd win every time because I have shitty skin. <laughs> I, I don't. Really? Yeah. Do we want to talk about dad's nose? Well, we don't have to. Because but... on the 25th, I'm going for digging. Well. And you know what? I can't wait to see the bill on this this one. And I'm going to go, you know, maybe you people should have did both at the same time instead of waiting seven months in between. Because... Mm-hmm. What if I'm really sick this time from this that, that you failed to take care of? At the exactly. Time? 
fuckers. <laughs> fuckers. Oh, Hank Kingsley, how I miss you. I will never – I don't think that's funny. It's hysterical. You have, to, you have to watch it in context to understand how Hank Kingsley did that. Anyway, so – and she warned me. I, and this is, the, this is the first time I've seen her in over a year and a half mm-hmm. in person, in the room. Because everything was Zoom last year. And so Monday I go and I'm in a room full of people that all have to have their blood taken and they're all cranky and they're all, you know, bitching because they're sitting in a room forever. And I figured out why. Because it's on HGTV. And you know, nothing at 10 o'clock in the morning is going to be a good show on HGTV. No, it's probably like House Invaders or something it was, like that. It was rehab, addiction renovation or something like that. I don't know. She was this perky little chick, blonde chick with her hair pulled back. You know who she reminded me of? And her husband's fat. No, no, no husband. Uh, maybe he is, a, but he, I didn't see him on the show. She, she reminds me of, remember the, the receptionist for Alan Harper that Charlie banged and then Alan started banging? The little one. Yeah. The that really one. Yeah, she one. looks, she was like perky like that. Gotcha. So anyway, um, so there's this, I mean, I'm in, I'm in line. On Monday, and they make. Have you had a cough? Do you have a fever? Do you have this? Do you, you know, the whole night? And you got to wear a mask the whole time. So today, after this happens, before I can get to that, there's somebody at the front door going, ask me the questions, and then takes my temperature and everything else. And I'm like, well, you weren't here Monday, you know, because that lady that complained that she had to wait an extra five minutes, she goes. I just assume go to the hospital to do it. He, it'd be quicker if I went there and I wanted to go, go ahead. Why don't you? You're behind me anyway. So <laughs> yeah. she goes out to complain to the poor people that are working. And this is the thing. Look, I, I am one to talk about complaining about service, about complaining about waiting. About That's why we have a podcast, everybody, so we can bitch here. But I certainly don't bitch to the people who actually have the guts to show up for work. Right. This woman. Or the people that are about to stick a needle in your arm. Well, I, I, that was, I still had plenty of time for that. And she goes, which arm's better? I said, it varies from time to time. So, you know, so she just wanted to do this one, I think, because she didn't want to go across my body. I don't. That doesn't matter. Yeah. So the woman who complains goes out and they say, you're literally the next person. To the woman. To the woman. And I'm thinking, hmm, no, because I was here before her. And then they called my name. <laughs> and I went to go, ha, 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 yeah. Did, they don't care. They just have to ask hello? that question. He, he, remember, like, if you lie on a tax form, you're going to jail. Okay? If you lie about, have you been in a big gathering? I go, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's how far I get. About mm. Like, no, I've never, I've not been to a football game this year uh, that has a lot of people at it. Right. Because uh, I'm in the press box. But, so anyway, she goes. It's like when you go to the dentist and they're like, do you floss? You're like, oh, yeah. Yep. Of course I do. <laughs> 
Sure I do. <laughs> That's why and you're going to tell me my gums are rotted. look in your mouth and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you've lost. Yeah. They're gonna, the next time I go to the dentist, number one, I'll be unconscious when I go because I'm afraid of what they'll do to me. Yeah. Second of all, they're going to look at me and go, yeah, we're going to need some stem cells to reinvigorate your gums so that, you, you know, they're just going to pull them all and start drilling and putting in the, in the fake teeth. It's that or like when you're sitting there. And usually it's when you like first go to the doctor for something and they ask you, do you drink or do you smoke? And you're like, no, never. Not, I would never <laughs> no, do that. I would no. never put that demon stuff inside me. Why do that? Why would I want to have a higher, higher rate on my life insurance? <laughs> Are you checking today? Of course I do. I like to have fun. <laughs> how, how soon do I have to take a urine? Because I'm going to need 28 more days till it's out of my system. Or when they say sex and you say, yes, please. Oh, what is that? That's, that? that's my new answer. Sex, I'm not familiar with the term. It's been a while. But we're not talking about that. That was a good little rant. Thank we you. It was a rant. So, so anyway, now this doctor warned me. Mm-hmm. She goes, now once we get your sugar under control, we're going to move on to the other stuff. Because as you know, your grandparents left a legacy of medical history that just is like, it's easy when you take the quiz and they ask you stuff and you just go, Yes, 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 yes. We didn't have the hydrophobia and we didn't have smallpox. Oh, you know what I forgot to do today? Shit. I forgot to ask about a shingles vaccine. Can you get that? I can because I'm an old man. Oh, do you have to be a certain age to get that? They say over 50. Oh. Because it's it's basically grown up chickenpox and it's really horrible if you get it, like massive pain. Really? Oh, yeah. Is it like itching too? Oh yeah. Is that where the pain comes from? You just like scratch well, it. No, out? like it hurts your skin. Like it just oh, like, you know, like a sunburn. But this, I don't know if it's like that. I think it's just more of just awful stuff. But anyway, I I need to get that, and I need to get my flu shot. Yeah, and I don't want to go to the Rite Aid because I mean they're nice. This is a phlebotomist that did this to me. What what were the the girls who I buy cards from on the day of? Well. I'll be honest with you. I you went there. I did go there. I got both the shots. Actually, last night was my no two nights Monday. ago. Monday. That's why we couldn't do a show because yes. number one, I had to go have delicious food over in uh, in Juniata County because it was uh, Columbus Day. Indigenous. Not, no, it was Columbus Day. That's why we went there. Uh, but yeah, like they were. By the way, when you went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. you got that day off because of Columbus. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, I so went, you're now you're you are I'm, twelve I'm days you're twelve days away from being in the clear. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean they did headache, were, fever, nothing, nausea, didn't get anything, erectile dysfunction. No. Okay. <laughs> oh. Are you sure? <laughs> Had to, had to think about that for a little bit. Like, see, um, I was at the truck stop, and the guy <laughs> said to me, 50 for an over-under, and I had to apologize because it didn't work out. This usually never happens. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what happened. You must be really smelly and gross. <laughs> That's why I can't do this with you. Um, but no, like they were they were nice both times I went. Yeah, sad pathetic. The first time I went, it was a, a shorter Middle Eastern woman. Uh-huh. Very nice. She, oh, wait. She's a pharmacist. Yeah. Yeah. She was eight months pregnant when I went the first time. Anything and, you want to tell me? No. no. Hey, are we going to – Are we gonna, And she had like – You know, it would be really good. I, if I'm taking old man medicine, I might as well – it's time for another grandchild. She Drew. 
no. She uh, she had like this look to her, and I could tell like she was probably having like a long day. I mean, I'm sure pharmacists do. And of course, like, there on because you know that brings out the best in people too. I stood in line there one time for 35 minutes, yeah. and people just nonstop complained because they had closed the one on Westerly Parkway. They weren't filling for um, prescriptions there, so they're pushing everybody to Belfont, and they're one pharmacist and like one tech. I, hello, I mean, and I said, and I. I believe that was one of the first tweets I, I sent out to a corporation and I got PM'd from uh, it's a private message, by the way, um, from Rite Aid. And they said, can you explain more? I said, yes, you don't have enough staff. Why don't you find somebody to work in there? Well, after the experience on Monday, the woman said, never become a pharmacist. Really? She did tell me that. Ironically enough, your grandfather used to put, was pushing that for your sister hard. Well, I, I understand why, because she was telling me back in Maryland, when she was working there, they worked 13 hour days. And then she said, oh, here it's only 12. I'm there like, you go. Oh, only. Piece of cake. But I mean, you know, 12 hours. I mean, you know. you're making good money. I've seen what pharmacists make. However, those are long days. They are. Especially in Belfont. Not you know, a lot of people work really hard in Belfont. And, I'm and, not and saying Belfont they has don't. a very. It's a growing old population. I'm not saying they don't work hard. I'm just saying like there's nothing really. And going look at on your option. You. you can either go to Rite Aid or CVS. Ugh, you like to go there, or you can go to Wise. Wise has no, a pharmacy. No, because every time you you do Wise feedback, and I keep complaining that there's no Lipton uh, Peach Zero iced tea <laughs> there. So much to do. Hey, it's ten cents off gas. The last question is: Did you visit our pharmacy today? No, I went for groceries there. I'm not going there. You know, if I'm get if I want to do something special like get I don't know lice medicine or something, I'll go there because no, I'll never go back. Mm-hmm. You know, you go somewhere. When I was young, this is <laughs> this is one of the weeds. Uh, so when I was young, mm-hmm. and I was um, in a relationship, yeah, I would um, go to a different town to pick up my supplies. Gotcha. And I was always afraid because if you went to the if you went to the drugstore in Belfont, there were people who worked at worked there who knew your Mimi. Mm-hmm. And the last hey, thing I want to hear is, "Hey, by the way, I saw Steve in here yesterday. He bought the twenty four pack. You must be so proud." The best is when you're bringing out and they say, "Would you like the bag?" And you say, "No, she's not that ugly." Actually, your Mimi sent me in once to buy cigarettes for your pap with coupons. <laughs> And I think I was 11 or 12, but I didn't buy like a pack, two cartons. (laughs) And they're like, "Uh, we can't sell you cigarettes. And I went, my mom told me to come in and get them for my dad. Yeah. And they're like, is your mom out in the car? And I went, yeah, yeah, she is. So then like the woman walked me out like, like I've been caught, you know, stealing. Yeah. And she goes, "Um, we can't sell him the cigarettes. And your Mimi's like, oh, fine, and because she, you know, she didn't want to encourage your pap, you yeah, into smoking. Although, you know, day of his heart attack, put him away. Never, never fired one up again. And he was a. <laughs> I heard he was a heavy smoker. Heavy smoker is not the way to say it. He was a solid smoker. He, mm. he, he worked at a desk at the barracks, and he read reports. So he chain smoked and drank coffee. That was your pap's life. And every now and then for fun, he'd go out and like wear camo 
and set up with a mobile radar unit places mm-hmm. along 80 with the radio. And they would just get people going by and he'd be hiding in the weeds and like, boom, okay, uh, Ford pickup, you know, blue. And they'd pull them over and stuff like that. Yeah. But most of the time it was uh, two pots of coffee a day and two packs of cigarettes a day. Now, I mean, this is no secret. And that was, wor- that was during work hours. I'm totally fine sharing this. I have smoked before. What? And smoked what? Cigarettes. When? With your mom? I can't tell you the last time it was. Was it with your mom? No. Was it with grandma? No. Really? Who was it with? It was probably at a party somewhere. Um, what kind? Did you get sick? No. I actually, this is weird. I love the smell of cigarettes. Depends on what kind they are. Like when people are blowing like the smoke out. Yeah. They're like, oh, sorry. I'm like, I actually like that. Marlboro. I can't even, I still can't even say Marblites or Marbreds. Yeah, that's Lizzie Marlboro Lights. Yeah. Yes. That's I, such a good smell. That was my brand back in the day before I uh, moved to Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Some um, of the other people in your life. Uh, but I don't, I just don't too. see how people can get addicted to that. Well, I. Like one, one is okay. For me, I'm saying. Do you ever do a heavy night of drinking along with a heavy night of smoking? Heavy night drinking, yes. I've only ever needed like one. To get through it, and then I'm like, I'm good. So I was at a bar one night in New York, Pennsylvania, and there was one bar that I hung out at a lot, and uh, I I had probably been to three or four other bars. Statue of limitations is so we're good. Yeah. So I kept on the bartender. I, I was friends with all the bartenders because the guy that I worked with is also a bartender, so I got to know that circle of places. And we yeah. would go to late night parties, after hour parties, and stuff. Like and it's that. always good to do that. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, I uh, like I was giving him a buck for every like a cigarette, and this is back when cigarettes were cheap, mm-hmm. not what they are now. But after I'd given him five dollars, he goes, "Steve, here's the pack because um, you've already paid for two. <laughs> and I went, "Hey, thanks, you're great." And he goes, "How are you getting home?" And I went, "Subaru and D, home. Now turn when, left up when, the hill." Now when you say, "Hey, thanks, you're great," I don't think it was that clear. It was oh, probably, it was. It, well, I'm saying it was probably more. <laughs> you're great. Actually, uh, you're just that awesome, was, man. That was the that was the beginning of Fun Steve. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was Fun Steve every night of the week. Mm-hmm. So I was for a while there. I was really good at, at that. Yeah. Because of my work schedule, I could go out. You know, even if. So you're done at seven o'clock at night. Okay. So you go out. You meet your friends at seven thirty. Stay out till. Midnight. Let's say midnight. Let's say two. Let's say three thirty. You still don't have to be at work the next day till eleven. You go. You check your messages, and then you go for food. And if you're hungover, you go for Chinese because that cures all hangovers. Hmm. Fried rice and chicken and broccoli. I do like. I do like Chinese. I've never thought of that. Might be that a, for, that might be a plan for tonight. I've never thought show. about that for a hangover meal. Yes, chicken and broccoli. Excellent. I think it's uh, just mostly because everyone nowadays probably wants something fast. So yes. they go to like McDonald's or like Sheets. Something uh, greasy. Also, especially mozzarella sticks the, from Sheets. No, the other thing that works great, Kentucky Fried Chicken mashed potatoes with gravy. Mm. That will cure about anything you want except, of course, for your cholesterol, which as we get around to finishing the doctor story today, and I kept all my clothes on. You're welcome, ladies. Um, I'll be taking a cholesterol pill 
and a blood pressure pill. So are you going to get those – I don't know how they label them, but the seven-day pill Shut canister? Up. <laughs> Shut up. First of all, I already have one of those. I don't use it. Oh, well, you have to start. I'm glad you're having a good time with this. <laughs> you're the one that wanted to talk about well, it. Well, I didn't want to talk about it. It just came out. So I go to the bank afterwards because I owed Doug some money for working on the mower. Mm-hmm. Um uh, he how he brings that back from the dead all the time. I don't know. I I'm thinking maybe on our way out the door we just let it catch fire. You know, just just Why push not? it just push it down the steps like they did the uh, the the rotten journalist from Silence of the Lambs. How they lit him on fire and it just went roaring down and crashed into the wall. Mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman was great in that in the Red Dragon. Anyway, uh, so I go to the bank today yep. and uh, their ATMs down. And I go, Shocker. I go, is that, is that a bad sign if the ATM's down? The drive-thru one? Yeah. So I had to go inside and they, yeah, they all know me in there. I mean, cause let's face it, I'm a talker. Yeah. And, uh, so we were, uh, we were talking about old person stuff and I said, uh, well, you know, it's official. I'm, I'm definitely an old man now. Uh, cause, oh, I, I borrowed one of the pen. I didn't borrow. I took one of the pens mm-hmm. and the girl, and literally she is a girl. Says, you can keep that. I said, I had every intention of doing that. That's why I come here. I'm an old man and I'm cheap. And I said, and today I'm officially an old man based on my repertoire of dumb drugs I'm going to take. Yeah. And all I kept thinking was, remember when I made fun of Rhodes when we took him on his bachelor party and we had to stop eight times on the way out for potty breaks? Yeah. Because of his medicine? Yeah. I have a feeling I'll be doing a lot of that too now because she warned me ahead of time. And then she said... Well, here's what we'll do. And she, you know, we laid out the plan for next, you know, the next six months. And she goes, you will come back, right? And I went, well, if I want to keep having these fun drugs, of course I have to come back. I said, and this was my line every time she said, you want to try this? I go, generic, right? Yeah. It's generic, right? And they go, yeah, yeah, it is. I went, good. I'll, I'll pay the $5 for 90 days worth of whatever it could be. Right. And then she informs me that one of the pills I'm taking actually is hurting me. In terms of, uh, it's like an insulin, so uh, it actually is keeping me from losing more weight. That she prescribed? Yeah. That bitch. Well, no, she's very nice. So she she's not very only nice, but gave but you I, wrong nutrition information. Show me I didn't have to take baby aspirin anymore. And she gave you wrong pills. I like her. Wow. I like her a lot. I can't believe that. Here's here's the thing though. I think she's married. Oh, yeah. What gave it away? The ring? The uh, wedding ring was probably <laughs> the way that that got away. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking about my plan is to chase a, a different woman in every professional career. We've we've tried the law. Now we're looking to medicine mm-hmm. or real estate. One or the other of those is the way to go. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking next. Um, how far along are we in the show? Because we've not talked about anything on my list. Uh, 26 minutes. Okay. Well, then we might – Holy shit! Basically, you want to because you want to do round two of your of your we shows. We a little bit over an hour today. Well, now here's what I let's just start with this. Um, who did John Gruden piss off, and would you be afraid of Roger Goodell? So it wasn't the NFL looking into that, right? It was the New York Times, right? Well, no, the New York Times did a uh, 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 information disclosure about this. They looked through 600,000 emails. Now, what, what happened is the NFL has been investigating the Redskins. Okay. And I can say the Redskins because that's what they're looking into. 
back when Snyder and the Redskins were doing things like, let's take the cheerleaders to the Bahamas for a photo shoot. And some of our, our uh, sweet people could go along and try and get lap dances from these chicks, that kind of thing. Yeah. So they're looking into Snyder. And eventually I think what, what, what the plan is, is ultimately I think they're going to force Snyder to sell that team. Probably. I think that's the whole goal. And, you know, you got Bezos there. I mean, he owns the Washington Post. I mean, what a better what a better one two setup. You I own think, the paper, you own the football team, and you keep putting cardboard in the recycling bins every week. I think I read he can afford all NFL teams, like to buy them. Jerry will never sell. Well, I don't think anyone would sell. Jerry's teams. team's not for sale. I don't think all the teams would sell to him. I just think he has that much money. Yeah, you know, with that kind of money, he should buy the Jets. Why would or the ever, Lions? Why would you ever want to do that? Or the Lions? That poor guy. Did you see the coach cry? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! He, oh, you told me about it. Yeah, he claimed that. Uh, it's just when you give all that you can give and you still lose. Okay, so you, you guys suck. So the meltdown, his meltdown, is equal to that one the coach from Oklahoma State years ago said, "You can pick on me. I'm a man. They're boys. I'm a man. You yell at me." Well, they're over eighteen, right? So they're men. Well, but, you know, in a lot of ways, some people wonder if you're a man, you know, because, you know, I coddle you and, you know, I'll buy your dinner tonight. Oh, Just saying. Um, I am 26. You are. And single ladies. He's available. You know, funny enough. I you, was wait, wait. You had a girl? You had a girl talk to you today? No. Oh. Well, I, I did, but that's not Because I, I had one talk to me. It was my doctor. Um, That'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Maybe. Violate uh, Hippera was we were, on our second date. I was listening mm-hmm. to an old episode, and you remember how we used to say the hashtag find Ryan a life partner? Yeah. He did. Well, for now. Well, they, they, they've together. only been in the house for three days. They have a couch. They have a couch together? That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Technically five days. Is it one of these Saturday? couches? No. Okay. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. That's from the uh, we don't go Godfather. Oh yeah, you're you probably gonna be, see that one either. You're probably gonna be uh, ashamed of me, but I, I never watched that movie. I don't know who raised you. So back to Gruden. Yes. So now Monday night, I'm driving home from this this dinner with my boss, and we're listening to the game, and he's worried about Lamar Jackson, and um. Rich Eisen was doing the halftime report for Westwood One. And he goes, more on the resi- resignation of John Gruden. And we looked at each other because, you know, the, the Ravens are playing. And, you know, not sure I hear John. I'm thinking Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Did he finally just snap? Yeah. Did he have to go get his brother out of jail? We don't know. And we hear Gruden and we're like. What did he say? And then he goes, turn that up. So we turn it up and they do they do this whole thing at halftime about Gruden and these emails and, and stuff that he said. And, you know, is it wrong what he put in there? Yeah. But everything but the Goodell part. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. The Goodell part, for those that don't know, he called John Gruden called Roger Goodell an anti-football pussy. Right. Which I thought was very funny. Well, but, you know, that's one job I want. I, I, w- I want my own private jet, and I want $44 million a year, and I can go to any football game I want and sit in a suite. Pretty good deal. Now, the problem is I'd have to drink Diet Pepsi. I could drink Pepsi Zero. There you go. And um, I'm not a big fan of Tostitos. Does he go to 
every does he have to go at least one game a week? He probably does. I would think so. I mean, they always show him on TV. You know, I mean, but I mean, he's <laughs> we made the joke that he's got to be like the mob. You know, the way he's you know pretty quick to do this to one guy, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he leaked it to the New York Times. Like, hey. I don't like the way Gruden was talking about me. Mm-hmm. Why don't you look into this? And they did. And within three days, like, I guess it was a story Friday, which I didn't really pay any attention to, but by Monday he's out. Mm-hmm. So now the speculation is on all these talk shows. Did the, did the team know about it? Is that why they lost to the bears? What could happen next? How are they going to react? What can they? And then there's a picture of him. Like they show him on the sidelines of him talking to Carl Nassib. And of course, they're going how how hypocritical this guy who makes all these uh, anti gay references and there he is, you know, patting the first openly gay guy in the back. Well, first of all, Carl Nassib wasn't even in college eleven years ago when all this stuff happened. Right. And let's face it, there are words now that you can't say that people used to say all the time before. That's right. You know, I mean, blazing saddles. Could not be made today. Uh, by no means. I mean, Mel Brooks would be hung in effigy yeah. everywhere, you know, and and <laughs> Slim Pickens, <laughs> you know. Oh, I don't even want to say a line because you can't, and and then we'll be banned from from all of the platforms and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, for Gruden to have that happen to him so fast. And yet Daniel Snyder is still the owner of the Washington football team makes me realize that Roger Goodell, I I think the lesson here is don't fuck with Goodell because if you do, you're out. And let's face it, he can't ever work again. He he can't coach. He can't go back to ESPN. I mean, nobody, I mean, his best thing is either run for office in Nevada or, you know, as a Republican or, um, you know, start a podcast. I saw that the, Buccaneers, I guess, took away his Took him out of the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Only coach of theirs to win a Super Bowl, out. No, that's not true. Who else did? Um, The – they just won last year. Oh, that's right. Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, yes. I like – no, I'm thinking more of the old uniforms with the pewter and the – Gotcha. But anyway. So anyway, first one to win a Super Bowl for him. Um, But I I just – it's just so incredibly quick, you know, that that happens. You know, it took how long for Ray Rice to even have a hearing on what he did to his wife, you know, beating the shit out of her in that elevator. And these are el- these are emails from 11 years ago and suddenly Chucky's a ghost. You have that. You also have Tyree Kill doing that. And you have Adrian Peterson hitting his child with a stick. It was a it was a. It was a switch. Whatever. You know, in the old days, they used to send you down to the willow tree to get your own, pick your own switch and bring it back. Still. I, mean, I never had that happen to me, but your grandfather alluded to it that he may have had that happen to him. Which actually, now that we're talking, I just thought of a really good title for the show. Grew, done, but done as in like finished, not D-U-N. Wow. Or D-E-N. What's it? I don't know how he's probably. It's G-R-U-D-E-N. Yeah. Yeah. D-O-N-E. Yeah. And uh, here's the funny part about all that, ironic part about it. Jay Gruden coached for the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. 
So that's how John's probably in all this thread about all this stuff with the Redskins and how, how it all, and again, don't send letters. They were the Redskins then. Um, so I, I just think that Goodell just shows that why the NFL is so much more popular and so much more profitable than any other league, because it's run by the mob. And I say the mob, I mean the Goodell mob. Well, I mean, if you think about it, he literally said Goodell is a what is anti-football pussy. Yes, like that. anti-football pussy. I mean, he pretty much said like, oh, you think so? You're done. Yeah. No, I, no. I can make that call. No, no. Not fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> and then they followed up with it like, oh, it just wasn't a – it actually happened that way. So he's done now. Oh, yeah. He's gone. And in the off season. Derek Carr comes to Pittsburgh. Oh, just let it go. It's, it's not going to happen. It's, it's not going to happen. We got invited to go somewhere. Oh, that's sweet. Um, where are we at time wise here? I, at thirty six minutes. Should should we go to your go uh, to well, your? Well, no, thing? we'll finish the show. No, well, because there's because there's some other stuff. Well, I mean, there's some other stuff that will take over. a long time. We can go over. Uh, oh, so last night I'm at dinner, mm-hmm. and um, I came up with a new act for. Our fame and fortune. Okay. Steve Miller, mm-hmm. the masked ventriloquist. Hmm. So you put the mask on. Nobody can see you moving your lips. And you just do your bit. So you can just That's go. Idea. All right. My name is. What's that guy that called from the. Uh, remember the guy that called in that day? It was the bus driver or whatever his name was. I forget. It was a. I forget what it was. We should write this shit down. Probably. Then it's like a D or a B. Yeah, it was something odd. Boris or something like that? Anyway. Hey, how you doing? I'm, uh... But picture me with a a full mask on, you know, to mask up. Oh, by the way, with my surgery, can't wear the mask this time. Ironically enough, when they dug out the cheek, moved it over. This one, apparently, no. Makes no sense. So anyway, you just put the mask on. And you just put the ventriloquist up here and you just go, yeah, so uh, how are you doing today? Well, I'm fine. How are you today? And even better for effect, pull the mask down while you're you know, using your own voice. Why, yes, Willie, I am doing okay. And you put the mask back up. That's so good to hear, Steve. Anything else new happening in your world? Well, I'm on more old man drugs. Well, of course. Look at your hair. You're... Still wearing your hair like an old man. Does that oh. mean I'm wearing my hair like an old man? No, you're wearing your hair like you're a cool dude. Like a hipster I, dude. I changed it up a little like bit. Like a hipster doofus. Okay, we're going to do this one. Okay, so that, that really didn't catch on. You didn't really laugh at the masked ventriloquist. It's a good idea. Yeah, but stop it. Not, I have nothing to do with that. You know, so um, Demi Lovato yeah. says it is wrong to call extraterrestrials aliens. What it's did- defamatory. To the extraterrestrials to call them aliens. What does she want to call them? Who complained to her? Like, does she have extraterrestrials living in her backyard? You know, E.T. was an alien. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I saw a TikTok today. She was on the Kelly Clarkson show talking about, I think she had an experience with that. Did she? she? That's what she claims. Okay. So she tripped. Yeah. And they asked her, do you want to see your planet? Yeah. They, they're coming for her. <laughs> they're coming for us. Sounds like the parade's Oh, starting. maybe the parade's starting. That's it. It's six o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. While we're taping, there's a homecoming parade going on two two streets away. We you never got, had that. 
we didn't do anything. I mean, we barely. I mean, it's a great idea. We barely had homecoming. Unless you live in Milesburg. We uh, we here's what you got for homecoming when I went to school. You bought a mum, like a corsage mum, and mm-hmm. I would buy one for my girlfriend and one for my mom. Nice. That was it, and they were like four dollars. I didn't get asked and I'm to like, be on homecoming. Oh my God. I test for it. I. <laughs> this is how nerdy I was, uh, because I was a student council geek. Um, I had to help with the ceremony. Like I carried the the tiara and the and the thing and, mm. and Mr. Brown. I thought you were in tech club. I was in AV, but I was also in, in the, I was also in student council. So you didn't like set up the microphone and everything. No, that was done by somebody else. Um, I helped with that, but that was I, I was like a more of a like a grip. Yeah, because you had to run it across the track through the fence up underneath the seats and into the old press box. Oh, okay. So it was an, it was an ordeal. Um, no, not like anything the way it is now. Like they could they'd probably use a wireless one. I mean, it's ironic. It, we're at the, the middle of October and Belfont is the football opponent this weekend. And it is um, homecoming playing Belfont. Now I talked about this with the, uh, yeah, my broadcast partner, Todd Warner, and, and Doug uh, the other night in the booth uh, when uh, the Eagles just pounded Mount, uh, the Mounties, Phillipsburg. Um, Baltigo and Belfont used to not be the end game of the year. For a while, it was in this middle period. Um, but because of the uh, Mountain League and other things and, and the changes in populations and stuff, like Belfont has to play Holidaysburg. We will never play Holidaysburg because they're just – too big if they're in the mountain league. But we play them. I only know this because I was working the other night. We play them in soccer. Right. But we won't play them in football. No, because they probably have twice as many people to suit up. Probably big too. I would think. Probably bigger kids. I mean, really, I mean, you think about it. Your nieces, if they go down the bottom hill and turn left instead of turn right, they're, they're tigers and not mountain lions. Little lions. Little lions. That's what they are. Yeah. I don't know. I, I ordered a shirt. I didn't. Yeah. Because I care. Um, so anyway, who would complain to Demi Lovato about like, are there extraterrestrials that walk among us who are saying, don't ever call me an alien? I believe in them. I think aliens are real. Okay. But I'm not to like her where she's literally talking for them to us. Like, don't call them that. They don't like that. But I believe that they don't appreciate that kind of discussion about their souls. I believe that the aliens are real. I believe. But I don't know, like, do they look like a typical alien as what we see them with, like, the giant heads and they're tall? Or can they change? To- I, I defer to the movie by John Carpenter, They Live. Mm-hmm. And Rowdy Roddy Piper, who's the hero in that, along with Keith David, who you – you recognize his voice. He he's that African American guy has a really deep voice. He's not he's not James Earl Jones. He's the other guy. Great narrator. He's in a lot of Steven Seagal movies where he plays the sidekick and stuff like that. Anyway, he's the sidekick of Roddy Roddy Piper, and you only know that these aliens exist if you wear special glasses. Okay, like Wayfarer sunglasses, and then you can see them, and they look ugly, and then they have different uh, subliminal messages everywhere. And uh, so the the best line in the film, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper in Los Angeles, California, walks into a bank 
Okay. And he's he's all geared up and he has the glasses on and he walks in and he goes, I've come here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. And then he just starts shooting all the aliens. Right. Which is pretty cool. Um, I mean, the only reason I think that they're real is because there's so many movies out there that they talk about aliens. You have, and this made me think because you were bringing up glasses, Men in Black. Yeah. You have all the Marvel movies now show that. Um, big one, uh, Star Wars. The big one, Star Wars. What? It's Star say, Wars. I would say it's a big one. Nothing but Star Wars. Bill Murray used to sing that. And he's, uh, he played a lounge singer on an Amtrak train, and he was singing the Star Wars theme, but he made up his own lines. But that, that was the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you don't think it's funny. No. Again, you're young. So, But Demi Lovato, crazy. What if she's an alien? Well, I don't even know who she is. She was a Disney Channel star. Okay. Did, she you, was right- did, you, did you watch that show that she was on? Yeah. What was it? She started out with... iCarly? As the Bell Rings. And then it was Sunny with a Chance, I believe. Hannah Montana? That's Miley Cyrus. Hannah Montana. Okay, what's the one with... Uh, uh, the guy from Revenge of the Nerds and uh, his daughter is married to a hockey player. I have no idea. Um, Who's the Duff. guy? Duff. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire, yes. The dad in that was the guy from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that guy. But uh, I just found out today I'm a nerd. But um, what if yeah, you have a little a- brother from that? Lizzie McGuire. Thing. He. We went to see the movie at the drive-in. Probably for Sarah. Sure, Drew. I. I believe. I like the show. Here's what I think happened. This was back during the days of the, the St. John's period when I would have to wake all of you up, and usually you were in a different car. Mm-hmm. You were either in the. Uh, well, let's face it. You were in the St. Clair mobile. St. Clair. Yeah, right. So it's not St. Clair. Right. So anyway, you guys were all in there and I was sitting outside smoking a cigar, avoiding the skunks at the drive in. Uh, and then I have to wake everybody up so I could drive home, mm-hmm. which was not fair to no. dad. Luckily, it's only like, what, 10, 12 minutes away. Yeah, it's waking you guys up. That was the hard part. And if the second movie was really bad, you know, oh, I got to tell you this real quick. So it just so uh, I was really tired yesterday. Um and uh, so I took a nap. Um, I had downtime in between things I had to do. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm parked in a Coles parking lot because I was waiting for it to open. Mm-hmm. And they weren't open yet. So I had the Glenn Beck show on on the radio. <laughs> so I had the key. <laughs> I woke up to a dead battery. <laughs> Get your AAA cards, everybody, because they came out and jumped me for free. Did you have to tell me that, or did you have to tell the listeners that? I wouldn't tell everybody that. Did okay. I tell you already? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's why I asked. Yeah, let's get to your fucking But anyway, well, it, I don't remember a movie. Ever from the from the. Not what I was going to say. I don't remember a time that I was actually awake for the second movie. I'm pretty sure I always, always fell asleep. Well, actually, that's not true. One day, not one day, one time I was there for a birthday party when I still played Little League with the Spider-Man. Shufflers. 
It might have been. Is that when you guys went to Spider-Man? It might have been. Yeah. It was Jarrett Schreffler's birthday. And his brother's. Yes. Five years apart. And I think Dylan Burns was there. And those two fell asleep, and I was just wide awake. That was back when they still lived down the road here. You know, ironically enough, and by the way, they still live down the road. They just live further down the road. By the way, um, why don't you explain to everybody how you you couldn't stay awake at concerts either? Yeah, I... uh, I remember one time specifically, I just wanted to hear one song, no shoes, no shirt, no problems. Wouldn't you know that was the very next song? And then I fell asleep. And twice. And who who suffered because of that? Well, it was you the one time, and I think the other time. No, no, no. No. I'm pretty sure the no, other time both, I fell both, asleep. With, both uh, both Chesty concerts, mom. it was your mom. You fell asleep on me at Last Train Home at the Kennedy Center. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was my first. That was my first time getting to see them live, and you fell asleep on me within three songs. That's so crazy. I don't know at how you concert? did that at a concert. Out. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you had sleep apnea when you were a child. I don't think you grow out of that. Yeah, I think you do. I trust me. I was tested, and it, you know the first thing they say that to help you sleep at night without not having sleep apnea: lose some weight, fatty. Is that what they oh, say? Oh, they do. They say that. Is that it, at the top of the page? It's at the medical in the medical it's charts. A, it's at the meeting. It's a, it, they have a they have people that get paid to say that. Today's discussion: <laughs> What hey, to do if you don't have the mask? Lose weight, fatty. Hey, fatty! You know your 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 uh, globule uh, thing in the back of your throat is uh, fat. Uvula. Uvula. Take that, you uvula. All right. Well, yeah, that sounds like a good title too. Yeah, I like Gru Dunn though. Grew done. I like that too. Maybe that'll catch on. Oh, by the way, um, so Podville Media yesterday on social media says to uh, write, type in your favorite podcast, and I, of course, put in cut the. BS. I would hope so. But here's the funny part: they were talking about the shows that actually take place at the Podville Village Studios, uh, which okay. is where the Michael Mara show emulates from. I don't care. I burp, cut the BS. Good. So that maybe the whole. Maybe we'll Look have. Maybe we'll be able to start to sell a lot of advertising for uh, uh, sleep number beds and blankets and. Uh, I. That'd the, be awesome. the, what's that thing you use when you go to the bathroom? The squatty, squatty potty. potty. Yeah. Here's my goal. A toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, use, I use my bathroom. My anus. Um, here's my. Here's my goal. You call that a dick? <laughs> There's the name of the show. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Um, yeah, like this is going to help. Uh, my goal in life is to get us not on Shark Tank, but to hang out with the people from Shark Tank. That'd be cool. They just showed a, a Mark Cuban. And when I say thing. and when I say everybody on Shark Tank, I really want to talk to Mark Cuban and Lori, about, about buying the pirates and Lord Grenier. Right. Yeah. They just showed for Mark, two different reasons. They just showed Mark Cuban on game day this past weekend. He's looking bad. Well, like his hair looks thin. It uh-huh. wasn't not colored. It uh-huh. was definitely not. I mean, he was on TV, obviously, but it wasn't like Shark Tank where he probably did like right makeup, makeup and everything and else. It's all about the and it's dark lighting there, too. So it, it looks well, different. Like if you look at me when I was still uh, for the record on HVL because it was shot so dark, it looked completely different than in the light when they took my picture. Well, they probably used all the makeup for Corso because, you know, he's look, up there. Be nice because every week could be his last. All he ever says is not so fast. That's not true. Usually either that or good pick. I bet he says I poop my pants, too. 
but not, so, but that's when they somebody change me. <laughs> Powder my ass. It's sore. Roll me oh over this gosh. time to wipe me. That's good. That's sickening. All right, so let's talk about your sh- your show type, your show songs. These, if you, in case you missed it last week, if you're a brand new uh, listener to the program, you got a lot to catch up on. That you do. But what Drew has done, and let me hold this up for everybody to see at home on the on the video. It's thirty two team challenge of show tunes, sitcom tunes, TV show themes. This is what this is about. We did the first eight last week. Now we're going to move on to the next eight. Are you ready, Drew? Yeah. What's the first one? The first one, and we're going straight down the page, right? Yep. The Office. Versus The Cosby Show. so tough is it i looking back on it now is it it's still a good song whether you think about the history with the cosby show which one are we talking about here because he changed it every year yeah are um, we doing the bobby mcferrin one is that the original no it's no it's a different one oh let's just go with the original i like with the where they come out of the van and stuff and they're little I see that's the one I'm talking about, but that's not yeah. my favorite where they're all dressed up and they're doing the dancing in front of like uh, radio city. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that one, a, great that's one. a good one. Yeah. We'll go, you know, we'll go that one. Okay. We'll make it difficult. versus the office. Well, I mean, you think about that one where they're dancing in front of radio city or wherever it is music city, um, radio city music hall, whatever. And then you also think about the office. Do, do, do that. Yeah. By the way, uh, on this week's episode, Brian Gartner had the guy played uh, David, uh, uh, the CEO. Andy Buckley is his name, real name. What's that guy's name? David. Uh, God, that's going to drive me nuts. Yeah. That's what she said. I'm going with Cosby Show. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go with Cosby well, Show. It's, your, you it's your game, so I'll write Cosby Show. What do you think? I'm writing Cosby Show. That's not what I asked. It's not important what I want. It's what everybody else wants. More to come on that. Uh, okay, so next matchup, Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pa- Versus Gilligan's Island. A skipper too. A millionaire and his wife. So thank you for being a friend or written by Andrew Gold or an actual song, a hit song or a three hour tour. Now I was thinking about this the other day. Mm -hmm. This one specifically, just the game, just the whole, the whole concept. And I think I actually was playing last week's episode with, with my boss in the car. Mm -hmm. He had to jump out to do something. Oh, he didn't listen to it. He, he, I try not to mix my life. Okay. You know, everything's in categories. So anyway, did you ever watch the Kings of Comedy 
with uh, Bernie, Bernie Mac and Bernie and, and, and Steve Harvey and, and Cedric, the non-entertainer. I've and, never and, actually watched all of it, okay. but I've seen. Okay. Have you seen the bits and pieces about how Steve Harvey talks about growing up at the church? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Steve Harvey, and this is what makes me think of it. He's telling this story about how he grew up in the church and one night a week it was Bible study and one other night it was something else. And he goes, and during the service, the minister would invite people to share good things that happened to them. And Steve Harvey talked about this old woman, sister, whatever. And I don't want to steal all of it, but it's the, here's the premise. This woman lived alone. She had no family. So she had her TV and she had church. Mm-hmm. So she stood up and she goes, I'm going to sing a song to tell you how I feel about God. And, you know, then Steve Harvey starts into this song about God is good and all this stuff. And he's taught and he's singing it like the, the sister or whatever. And then she goes from that part into, well, we're moving on up, like to do the Jeffersons. But then at the end, it comes down to, if not for the courage of the fearless crew, like it ends with the Gilligan's Island thing. So she started out with something really great and just morphed into crazy talk with the Jeffersons and Gilligan's Island. Yeah. That's the part that makes it so funny. But once you see the bit, the way Steve Harvey does it, much better than the way I do it, of course. Um, but I thought about that because the Jeffersons were up here mm-hmm. and I we got to that part. And I immediately heard him do the bit, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I looked down here, and it's the Golden Girls and Gilly. Yeah, well, there's Island. potential for those two to match up. There could not actually be in the round of uh, four. Uh-huh. So. I would say. There's two versions, by the way, of the Gilligan's Island team. There is. Yes. First couple uh, and the rest was, it was changed to the Professor and Marianne. Here on Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black and white versus color. I kind of like the Golden Girls one better. Is that because you're Mimi? Yeah, we didn't watch it a lot. I watched that That's show That's an understatement than, to say that you're Mimi. Watched the Golden Girls a lot. I probably watched that show more than I've watched Gilligan's Island in my life. Here's a hint. They don't get off the album. When in reality, they could have multiple times. Well, they were, they did it. But that would have ruined the show. It would have. And Tina Louise, still alive. The hottest one on the show. The whole premise of two attractive females on a show, Ginger, Marianne, that premise works in every show now. You look at every show. Like Two Broke Girls, mm-hmm. Beth Bears is Ginger, Kat Dennings, Marianne. Marianne. Only potty mouth Marianne. Yeah. Yeah. Both from Pennsylvania, by the way. So you're going to Golden Girls. Going with Golden Girls. The movie star. The professor. So here we go. Next is All in the Family. Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. Uh-huh. Versus Three's Company. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's Company too. 
uh-huh. versus Family Guy. Say that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old fashioned values on which we used to rely? Oh, that's tough. Now the world don't move to just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. By the way, Kimberly, softcore porn. Drugs. And drugs. Drugs are what killed her when she was in a softcore porn. In the scene? No, no. She wasn't in a snuff film, Drew. What about the Family Guy? Family Guy, well, we all know the theme to that. Well, I think our viewers would like to hear that. Well, first of all, they're listeners, and you're going to play play it anyway. (laughs) I know, but still. Because for the longest time, I used to think that that Stewie said F and cry. He does. I don't care what anyone says. There's only, okay, he doesn't actually say it, but there's only one episode where they, it's clear that he says laugh and cry. Yeah. Everything else is F and cry. F and cry. Um, you know, for that reason, I'm going with different strokes. Oh my God. Yeah. You, you were, when we did the greatest comedy show ever, we're not it talk- was down to Family Guy in the Office. We're not talking you about. Have, you have, in this round. Eliminated both of those shows. The final two shows, you've gotten rid of their themes. We are not talking about the show itself. We're just talking about the theme song. Even though I brought up in the last one, All in the Family versus Three's Company. Oh, I didn't finish that. All in the Family gave you the Jeffersons. Yep. Gave you Maud. Really? Yes. Yeah, B. Arthur had her own show, Maud. Then you got Archie Bunker's Place. Which then, did that go into Golden Girls? No, no, no. What was the last one you said? Archie Bunker's Place. Oh. That's when Rob Reiner and Sally Struthers left the show. And by that time, Edith Bunker, they, they killed Edith off. Oh. She had a pretty rough thing towards the end. She got raped in one episode. And then at the end, she died. And then that's- Archie bought the bar. Because that's what you do, you know, when you're, when you're alone and you lose that person in your life that you care about the most. Which means I'm actively <laughs> looking for a liquor license. There's one on the Benner Pike. Where did I see one? Oh, the uh, Mike's Grill or whatever it's one called. One of the one of the minute marts over by by the Money Pit is actively looking for a liquor license. Can you buy one in a different city? If they stay in, in county. Okay. I know the one on the Better Pike has one. Yeah, where that Fashaluna Two was. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like Mike's Woodfire Grill. Yeah, Woodfire Grill. They didn't last long. No. So. We on on the left side of our bracket, we are down to eight shows. Good thing we still have three more to go. Well, I, it's three more episodes of doing this. I mean, it's funny how like I'm looking at some of these that you have on here of what's coming up. There's one I'm really excited about, and I didn't, I've never heard it before until you introduced it to me. Okay, well, I think it's it's the very last one. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be neat. Where are we at in the show? Funny enough, Ryan's who life partner? Yeah, knew that Yoko. She was singing it. I was like, "You want to hear? You want to hear a song that's gonna get stuck in your head all day?" So I played it, and yeah. she started singing it. And Ryan and I both looked at her like, "He really are, should." Are you sc- younger than us? He should have screened her a little bit better on that. <laughs> Wonder how living together is going for them. We sh- It's you know what we should have done a live call in. 
or zoomed him in and went, how are things going? Did she text me? Did she put them in a jar yet? Are they hanging on the uh, side of the wall? (laughs) Should have, but we'll remember that for next week. Well, maybe where, how much time's left? We're over an hour. Are we? Yep. So, well, we were on our, no, let's just finish on that. Let's just finish each episode about that. But when we next week on our episode, we're to talk, we're to bring up the Ryan and, and, uh, What's her, what's her name again? Alexis. Alexis, yeah. I see. I almost gave away what we're going to talk about next week, but her her alter ego. You talked gonna, about that the week before. Yeah, I know, but we're going to talk about it more because Paul has a lot to say. Mm. I think Paul McCartney may actually all the weed and acid that he's done may be starting to come back and bite him in the ass. He said some rather nasty things about the Rolling Stones today. Nice. Yeah. Last I checked, they're still touring and filling stadiums. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that next week. Anything else you want to say, Drew? I really have to use the restroom. Well, then I guess that's a good time for us to wrap up this episode of Cut the BS. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we, By the way, every time we use the F word, it's in context. And I recommend you look at the episode of Hank's Look Around Cafe and the Larry Sanders Show so you get the understanding of why we're doing that exact quote. I was waiting for you to wrap it up. I was waiting for you to wrap it up. Why don't you wrap it up? I don't want to. That's your thing. Well, okay. uh, For Drew. For Steve. I'm Steve. You're Drew. (laughs) I'm Drew. And we're done. Goodbye.